Welcome to Talking Tobacco. I am your host, Bill Ball, and this is episode one of Talking Tobacco. Uh, I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while now. I've been putting it off for God knows how long, and as you can already tell, this is going to be a no-frills podcast. I'm going no music, no intro, no cuts. I'm just going to get right into it because... I listen to a lot of podcasts. I like them all. I love all the pipe podcasts out there. I listen to a bunch of others too. But I wind up skipping all the intros. I feel like they're too long and I don't care about the music and all this other stuff. So we'll see. Who knows? Episode two might have music for all I know. So this is going to be a working progress. But anyway, I appreciate you downloading the show. Uh, I assume you are a pipe smoking maniac like myself. Actually, I'm not that big a maniac of a pipe smoker honestly it's like uh, I'm getting in like maybe three or four bowls a week on a good week uh, I'm sure you're getting more so lucky you but I have been wanting to get give back to the pipe smoking community for a while now I've been consuming the YouTube videos of all the the YTPC and all the guys doing reviews for years now and uh, I thought about doing a YouTube show, but I really don't want to do video. And YouTube seems to, seems to be cracking down on tobacco-related content anyway. It just seems like a hassle. So I figured, why not try to podcast? Since I do one for work anyway, um, and I actually enjoy it. So here it is. I figure with this first episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my pipe origin story, how I started smoking a pipe, because... You know, in this day and age, it's still a little rare for someone under 50, barely under 50, but technically still under 50, to be smoking a pipe. And uh, I like to, I'm always curious about other people's uh, pipe origin stories. Who was their influence? How did they start? And, uh, you know, where they are now. So I'm going to do that for episode one. I'm just going to give you my background, a little bit of my personal background, and then my pipe origin story, where I am now with my flavor types, flavor types, tobacco types, and uh, we'll wrap up the episode. I also want to keep these episodes kind of on the shorter side. I'm thinking 20, 25 minutes, you know, maybe you're walking your dog, you need something to listen to, or you're doing a quick errand in your car, riding to work or whatever, but I want to get in and out with these. I don't want these to be long and dragged on, unless I have a guest that's really good and they're, you know, saying interesting stuff then we'll let it roll but otherwise these are going to be quick hitters guys almost like a youtube audio podcast type of deal so instead of doing a youtube video just want to do the podcast on it so here we go uh again my name is bill ball i am originally from philadelphia south philadelphia actually and recently within the last year moved to the burbs i have a wife and a young son and two rescue dogs and we needed more space so I went to South Jersey, which is like the mortal enemy of South Philly. No, just kidding. But um, needed more room. Got got a nice yard space. Got a room in the back here where I could smoke my pipes and I guess where I can do my podcast now. So that's what I'm doing. So how I started smoking a pipe uh, was a total shock and surprise to myself, to be honest. I had no plans to smoke a pipe. Uh, just to give you a little background, I'm like I said, I'm just under, I just turned 49 a month ago. So right now it's like August, 2023. 
And uh, I would say this was around 2017 is when I started dabbling in the pipe. And what happened was, I would say fresh out of high school, I started occasionally smoking a cigar. And it was more for fun with the guys. I would be with a, a few guys playing cards and we would, you know, pretend we're smoking cigars, light them up. We didn't know what we were doing. But then that eventually grew to me being curious about cigars and getting into some premium cigars. And even when I was smoking cigars, it wasn't a ton. I have a small humidor at home with like maybe 15 cigars in there. And I would get in generally, eventually, two cigars a week. So it would be like Tuesday and Saturday were my, like, were my days to get down to the local B&M or sit on my deck and, and smoke a cigar. But I enjoyed it. I really loved the flavors, and I was into some dark cigars. I like Maduros, even though they, they tend to be a little sweeter, even though everybody thinks that they're really strong. You know, like non, non-cigar non people would think. They would see a Maduro wrapper and say, like, oh, my God, you're smoking that thing? Because they don't know. They, they see a light color wrapper, and they think that's light. They see a dark color wrapper, and they think that's too strong. But you you know the deal. But uh, I would smoke like my, I was into like my father line, the Tatuaje, all the Pete Johnson stuff. Um, and I really liked Drew Estate. I liked their um, Liga Pravada, number nine. And I was in my local B&M, this is around 2017, and I'm, I'm in the front buying a cigar and they had this nice lounge in the back. And all the same guys were always in there. So it was great. I would get a hot, big black cup of coffee and maybe a Liga Pravada, and then head into the back lounge and catch up with the guys. So I'm sitting there one day, actually before that, on my way back into the lounge in the back, I passed by some pipe tobacco, and I saw that Drew Estate made pipe tobacco. And I was like, whoa, hold on there. You know, and that got me a little curious. I was like, I wonder what that's like. I had no idea that any cigar companies were making pipe tobacco, like Drew Estate and CAO, even though they generally make aromatics, which I'm not into, but that still, I didn't know they were even aromatics at the time. So, but I was just a little curious. So one day I'm in the back and this guy comes into the back and he's smoking a pipe and I was in shock. I haven't seen someone smoking a pipe since like my uncle in 1979. I looked at him and it was like instant time machine. I felt like I was like, what year? What is going on? I was totally confused. But I also was really, really curious. So I introduced myself to him and I asked him to sit down next to me. I swear to God, when I first saw him, my mouth dropped open like Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters. That first time he saw the ghost and that cigarette was just dangling from his lip. <laughs> that's that's what happened to my cigar. I was like, I was like, what is what is that? So he sits down and he was he was really cool. So he sits down and he was great. He was super nice. He answered all my questions. I probably totally ruined his smoke at the time because he kept talking to me and he kept ha- having a relight and tamp and I just was peppering him with all kind of questions. So. Uh, after the conversation, he was like, listen, if you're really interested in pipes on your way out, 
go buy a corncob pipe and grab a bag of one of their house blends. And this is 2017, so you still had some pouches of house blends at the front counter. So I said, all right, I'm going to do it. So I grabbed a corncob pipe and the tobacconist handed me a bag of burley, of their house blend burley. So I, I was totally confused. I said, like, what is this? And the tobacconist says, it's burley. I said, okay, but what's what's that? And he just said, it's burley. So that was his best explanation, apparently. So I said, okay, um, I'll give this a try. And he said, listen, he said, if you don't like burly, you're not going to like pipe smoking. Let that sink in for a second. I said, okay. Now, this was probably, I mean, it was, it was a goopy... I mean, they sprayed it with something. I wouldn't call it an aromatic, but it was definitely like a goopy, If it seemed like a goopy version of like Prince Albert. If you took Prince Albert and then put like wet Cavendish on it or something like that, I don't, I don't even know. But that's what it was. But can you imagine now, looking back on that now, I can't think of a worse statement to tell a pipe smoker that if you don't like this house blend burly, you're not going to like pipe smoking, which is insane to me now uh you know considering how many great and different much different blends there are out there that's just insanity but like that guy actually got fired not long after that (laughs) nothing to do with me and burly but he actually probably didn't know what the hell he was talking about so i take this i take uh the pipe and the tobacco and i and I'm, i'm heading home and i get home and my my wife wasn't home yet my son wasn't born yet so I'm in there by myself so I'm sitting at the kitchen table and I take out this this pipe and tobacco and then I have my laptop open so I'm watching YouTube videos on how to pack a pipe how to light a pipe probably all the same stuff you did if you're under the age of 50 so I'm probably watching like mutton chop piper how to pack a pipe how to light the pipe I'm, I'm doing it while I'm packing this pipe, I'm thinking, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What the hell? I got a corncob pipe in my hand right now, and I'm packing a pipe with tobacco. Okay. So I start to light the tobacco, and I'm puffing on it, and I'm laughing at myself. I'm literally embarrassed of myself, and no one's in the room. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm like, why am I drawn to this? No one I know is doing this. No one's into Like, what is going on? And, you know, I'm having a hard time keeping it lit because it's goopy. It's I didn't dry it out. And, you know, who the hell knows if it would even dry out after how long or whatever. And it tasted like nothing. Now, you know, I'm coming from like, you know, some, you know, flavorful cigars like full flavored cigars and I'm going to this like you know house blend plain burly that tastes like nothing to me at the time but something I connected with something from the process I don't know if it was the pipe itself if it was trying to keep a little mini fire going under my nose but there was a connection there 
that drew me in. It definitely wasn't the flavor of the tobacco. It was maybe the ceremony of it. But I did start, after a few times doing this, I did start having these thoughts of, you know, early 20th century Americana, thinking about all the guys that, I mean, every man smoked a pipe just about, right? We're talking like World War One and, you know, 1900s, like back then, and <clears throat> probably my grandfather and his father. So you start, I started having all these like feelings of nostalgia. That's That's really what what grabbed me to it and I pretty much stuck with it I would just break out the pipe every once in a while and there was something about that pipe there was something about the pipe that was different from cigars obviously at this point the cigar flavors to me were better but there was something bigger than the moment with the pipe over the cigars I couldn't tell what it was at the time. But um yeah, so it grabbed me. So from that day on in 2017, I gradually started getting into pipe tobacco and pipes and I kind of stopped smoking cigars. I mean, it's I still have 15 cigars in my humidor, which is uh you know, the humidity level in it is still working and everything like that. I broke one out not long ago just to see what was going on with it. And I smoked it, but I just it's not the same. I'll smoke a cigar now like when I'm with friends and we're out somewhere or if I'm on the golf course and guys are smoking, I'll do it there. But if I'm by myself and I want to smoke, I'm grabbing a pipe. And it's well, especially now that I'm in my new house where I have space indoors with a ton of windows in this back room here where I don't have to, I can get out of the weather. Um, I'm grabbing the pipe and I... We'll take that 9.9 times out of 10. I mean, the only time I even grab a cigar anymore is, like I said, when I'm with friends and and we're going to be talking and shooting the shit or up moving around like golf and stuff like that. Other than that, I'll take a pipe all day long. So basically, that's my uh, pipe origin story. I'm really into these. I'm always curious as to what others are. So I plan on having some guests on to talk about theirs and uh, where they are with their with their pipes today, like where they started and then where they are now. So I'll get into a little bit about what came in after that. So after I really started getting into tobacco, pipe tobacco, and I started to understand it a little more and I started ordering blends, mostly off smoking pipes and pipes and cigars. And um, the first tobacco that really changed my thinking about what pipe tobacco could be because at this point I'm smoking these couple different house blends I got from my local B&M was I got Dunhill London mixture and when I lit that and tasted the Oriental Orientals um Turkish tobacco I literally put the pipe down and I was like in shock and I was like oh my god this is amazing like I can't I couldn't believe how much better and it was than the house blends and and what those flavors were because you're not really getting well I didn't get any orientals from my (laughs) my my house blends so but that Turkish tobacco just grabbed me and of course right around that time Dunhill was leaving and then I would I lost London mixture I, I did grab one more tin and it's in the cellar to this day 
I don't even know if I'm ever going to open it. It's probably just a souvenir at this point. But that got me into English blends, and I started smoking. What was I smoking? After London Mixture, I was probably smoking um, Westminster, GLP's Westminster, because they said that was very similar. And it was. I think it's a little richer than London Mixture. But GLP's Westminster became my next love. And Seattle Pipe Clubs, obviously the Plum Pudding line. And uh, I liked Bengal Slices a lot, Black House a lot. And I just started going through all the Latakia blends. I became a Latakia file. Like I was smoking pirate cake and I couldn't get enough Latakia and Oriental. I just, just give it, just keep, you know, keep it coming. And I kept hearing about vapors. I kept seeing like, you know, videos on YouTube talking about vapors and Virginia Perique. And, and I was like, all right, well, you know, you know, you're sampling all these different blends. I'm like, I, you know, I'm trying all these different combinations. I just kept going back to English, English, English. And then when I would get a Virginia Perique or even a straight Virginia, I didn't understand what I was smoking. Like my palate was not ready for it, especially coming off the lot of Kia blends, which makes sense. If you're coming from full flavored cigars, you would think you're going to, you would probably align with a lot of Kia blends, you know, right then. And it takes time. And you know, this obviously, which I didn't at the time, your palate, you don't even know what you're smoking and you have to go through these patterns and uh, this timeline to get to more subtle blends and I feel like that's where maybe a lot of beginner pipe smokers mess up I think they go aromatic first and they go to stuff that's too light and you can't taste it and I would say my opinion coming from cigars so if you're coming from a cigar world go straight to English blends and go to heavy Latakia blends because you're already used to those full flavors and at least with those blends you'll taste you'll get those full flavors and you'll understand it if you go to a straight virginia you're not going to know what the hell it is you're not going to even understand it it's going to taste like air and that's what was happening with me so every once in a while when i put an order in um i would try to grab a vapor or a straight virginia and i just didn't understand it and at the time, I thought I didn't like it. But what I know now is I just didn't understand it. So I just jarred a bunch and put it, put them in the cellar. So I have so many jars open, tins open, because I kept doing that. Every time I would put an order in, I would grab, you know, Peterson Deluxe Navy Rolls and then Elizabethan Mixture and... Um, I still have a, a Peterson flake in the basement and, you know, all these Virginias that I tried once and just put away and I'm going back to them now and I'm just, you know, <laughs> well, spoiler, spoiler alert, I am now really smoking more Virginias. So my palate has shifted. It's made a big shift. It's funny because I loaded up on all these Latakia blends that I was selling. I was like, oh, I got to get a, an eight ounce tin of Westminster and I got to get gaslight and I got to get um spark plug and I'm, I'm ordering all these they're not even open they're in the basement now because you know we're wrapping up on the end of summer and I would say by last summer I started getting into Virginia's a lot and I have 
I have find it hard to go back to a lot of Kia right now. Now I'm hoping since I'm you know in the Northeast with winter time coming, I will start to gravitate towards the lot of Kia blends again, almost like beer. Like for me, not that I'm a big beer drinker or a big drinker at all anymore, but you know I like seasonal seasonal stuff. So summertime, you're not going to drink a porter, right? And you're not you're you're going to drink something something on the lighter side, a pale ale or something crispy or a summer ale, Sam Summer or something like that. That's the way I do it. And then in the winter time, in the fall, especially like around Halloween, I like all the October beers. I like Oktoberfest. I like all the pumpkin, you know, pumpkin beers and and stuff like not that don't equate that with aromatics cuz I'm not an aromatic guy, but I like seasonal stuff. And then in the winter time, I like heavier beers and coffee stouts and and uh, you know, big thick porters and that's and then I'll get, I'll get into my brown whiskeys starting in the in the winter time. So like in the summertime if I'm drinking a if I'm drinking liquor, I'll probably be drinking like vodka or like tequila. I like tequila drinks in the summer, you know, and then in the winter, I like darker stuff. So that's kind of where I think as the fall comes, I'm probably going to start getting into Burley's more because I love HH's Burley Flake. I think that's amazingly delicious. I'm actually, I ran out of Solani H Burley Flake a while ago and I can't find it anywhere. I've been you know, searching the internet everywhere, every site. Nobody has it. Um, but the HH Burley Flake is amazing if you haven't tried it. Love it. Um, but yeah, that's where I am right now. So I am into Virginia's right now, Virginia's and Vapors, and it is late August. So I think fall, I'm going to start breaking out. I still have a couple tins of um, eight state Burley from Cornell and Deal. I'm going to get back to that and get back to my HH Burley Flake. And get into my lot of keys again. And probably, I probably won't be into like pirate cake or anything like that. But I'll probably be into, I love GLP's Chelsea Morning. I like Squadron Leader, which I didn't, which is funny. Because I didn't like Squadron Leader when I first tried it. Because I was in there like really heavy lot of Kia blends. But I recently tried it and it's awesome. So I'm into, I think where my palate's going is it's just lighter lot of Kia blends and loving Virginia blends. So that's where I am right now. I'm going to wrap up this episode. I wanted to try to keep these to 20 minutes and uh, just so they're like dog walkers because we the, the podcasts that are out there now that I enjoy, they're, they're, long, they're long podcasts. They're all over an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours. I wanted this to be a little different. I just want this to be, a, I'm going to call this the dog walker. <laughs> just a 20 minute and I want to keep it my plan is to keep these episodes geared towards really getting into the blends themselves when I talk about pipes it's probably going to be mostly about bowl sizes as they affect the different blends I'm smoking rather than getting into specific uh, makers of pipes and stuff like that because I'm really interested in tobacco itself because to be honest with you when I'm smoking my tobacco I like to put on a video of the tobacco I'm smoking or I would love to listen to a podcast about the tobacco that I'm smoking and I've watched the same videos over and over all the time I just had a bowl of what the hell did I smoke just this morning oh 
I just smoked a bowl of GLP's Fillmore this morning with my morning coffee. And what do I do? I have my cell phone and I'll pull up. And I'll say, who's talking about Fillmore? And I, I wind up watching the same videos. I don't know if, you, if I'm just weird. I don't know if you guys do that. I'd be curious to know if you do. But uh, that's why I wanted to do this podcast this way. So it's going to be mostly about the tobacco itself. So I just wanted to get this first one out there just to give you a little bit of background about myself. I'm going to try to keep this no frills, no music. Let me know what you think of that. In and out. Hello and goodbye. And uh, kind of like Mike Tyson walking in the ring just with no towel, just like ready to go. Just, you know what I mean? Just no socks, no towels, gloves are there. Just ring the bell already. So that's where I think I'm going with this. But who the hell knows? Um, if you want to hit me up, I am on Instagram. The podcast probably not going to have a website. I'm going to keep it on Instagram. So it's Talking Tobacco, T-A-L-K-I-N. No G because I'm in the Northeast and we're kind of dumb like that. So let me know what you think. Again, my name is Bill. You can DM me there. That would be great. Um, I'll put some polls up and see what you guys want to hear about next. I think I'm going to talk about Luxury Bullseye Fleek in episode two and just get into that and my thoughts on it and on why I love it. Um, I'll also probably do my top five tobaccos that I'm smoking right now versus what I who the hell knows in two months from now. That'll probably change, but I'm sure you're familiar with that if you're a pipe smoker, unless you're that guy that smokes the same blend all year round. <laughs> I'm curious about that guy too. But anyway, thank you for downloading the podcast. Let me know your suggestions on what episodes you would like to see. I would appreciate that. That would help out a lot. And we'll see how long this goes. But anyway, thanks again for listening to episode one and coming up next, episode two.